Hello. Hello. Thank you. This is Father Sun Galaxy. It's Sunday, <laughs> our live stream. We're back. Thank you so much. This is another good episode. All right, we are talking Loki's about Loki. doing great in my book. So far, so Better good. Better than Secret Invasion. Uh, I wasn't going to... Not I a very high bar. I was not going anyway. to go there. Okay. Let's leave Secret Invasion in the past. It's better the than past, the first okay? season. That's a very high bar. Well, okay. Yeah, so far, so good. I agree with that. Okay. We are here. Let's hope they don't make any mistakes. Oh, we, they're not perfect. You know, we'll, we'll see oh, how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. This is Father Sun Galaxy. If you're new to the channel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are a channel that talks Star Wars and Marvel. We, uh, you know, no Star Wars at the moment, um, but you know, we will be doing Star Wars, and we'll talk about that a little bit later at the at the end of the uh, at the end of this episode. But thank you. If you're new, welcome. If you're coming back once again, thank you so much. We enjoy having you back, and you know, just. Hang out with us for about, you know, 35, you know, we'll see an hour or so. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. This is Loki season two, episode two called Breaking Brad. All right. Written by Eric Martin, directed by Dan DeLu. All right. Starts off London, 1977. Interesting year. All right. That was the year of Star Wars. We know. Yeah. Very cool. So I don't know if that had anything to do I love to do how with Marvel's it. nodding to their own IP. Well, uh, you know, I don't know if 77 had anything to do with Star Wars. I mean, there was a lot going on. So, you know, this was the punk rock scene, they call it, back in the day. But you know what? Um, London was very prominent in that era. In the Star Wars universe, mm -hmm. does, wait, like in the Marvel universe, does Star Wars exist? And does DC exist? In the Marvel universe, does Star Wars exist? You know, I don't know. Like, if the if the uh, if Earth if Earth nineteen ninety nine 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 is a parallel of our Earth, mm -hmm. then doesn't it have DC? I like, don't I'd understand if it doesn't have Marvel because all of those characters are real people. Mm -hmm. What about DC and Star Wars and stuff and all the action figures? I'm sure all the merchandise still exists, like like the action figures. The T-shirts, of course, that stuff. Yeah, I'm certain there's some kind of connection between uh, Marvel and Star Wars in the comic books. Yeah, but, like in the comic books, Tobey yeah. Maguire is an actual person, and in the in the comics, he is the actor playing Spider-Man in a movie. Okay. So they made a movie about Spider-Man, and he was played by Tobey Maguire, which is an honor that they never gave to Andrew or Tom. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I don't know how you know these things, but that's fine. We're talking about Loki, right? All right. So, 1977, it's it's Loki uh, and Mobius back in time looking for Brad. Who's Brad Wolf? We don't know, but it turns out that Brad Wolf is actually X5. Now, if you remember from episode one last week, X5 is the one standing right next to General Docs. He's like her um, her Shut right hand up. man, right? Yeah, I mean he I mean he was close. And then, you know, after the judge made the decision to stop pruning um, as soon as possible, the two of them, you know, they're butting heads and they're whispering to each other. It looked very interesting, you know, and they had a plan. Okay? Really interesting. Well, it just looked very interesting. Right? <laughs> interesting. So, I don't know. They just, they just seemed very close. I love dad saw that and saw it. Interesting. Yeah, they just seemed very close. All right. So that's Brad. Okay. Brad Maybe General Docs is his grandmother. Oh, wow, Keith. Okay. All right. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean that in all seriousness. Well, it wasn't no, meant to be a joke. No, they're not related. They're just very evil. 
Okay. Well, we'll we're going to find out more about who, who Brad Wolf is. So X5 is a hunter, works for the TVA, apparently in the timeline before he worked for the TVA, he was an actor. All right. So he was attending a premiere of his film, uh, a horror Zaniac. Yes. Yeah, so some type of horror film. Um, and so Loki and, and Mobius pays him a visit and he knows why they're there. He makes and a run like, for you know, it. Hello there. And then mm-hmm. he, that he dips and there's yes. an awesome chase between him and Loki. And then Loki pulls out his clothes and the shadow manipulation because they cool. have the, uh, the helmets with the horns. Yeah. And then Mobius is like, don't you think the shadow manipulation is a bit too much? And Loki's like, I thought it was spot on actually. That's right. And we saw three Lokis. <laughs> well, there were actually much more because of that group that, you know, he ran into in the alley. Those are all Loki, right? You know, he created these people and surrounded yeah, him. Yeah, to slow Brad down. Right, exactly. And Brad got caught off guard and said, okay, well, you know, let me see if I could just get rid of these people. But I mean, can't. Loki stopped a building with his mind, yeah. which makes me wonder, yeah. how come 2017 Loki isn't this powerful? 2017 Loki? 2017 Loki is Thor Ragnarok Loki. Okay. And that one is relying more on daggers than he is his own mental strength. Well, okay. This is still 2012 Loki right here. So he's never physically bonded with Thor or stopped Ragnarok and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's never done any of that. He also didn't die in the Dark World. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, all right. Loki pretends to die a lot. Well, he is the god of mischief, right? So you really don't know where he's coming he from, what he's going to do, what he's going to do. He died in the dark world, right? He died in his own show. So, all right, can we finish? But every up? time he came back, except for that third one. If we uh, Infinity War, yes, got it. I can't believe they did us like that with Loki in 1977. <laughs> all right, so the you. You talked about the shadow Lokis, right? So it was interesting because Brad, they got Brad pinned against the wall and you could see the shadows on each side of him. And it's like as if they grabbed his arms and pinned them back so they couldn't, so he couldn't move. Yeah. Did you catch that? That was pretty cool. All right. So they got Brad. They take him back to the TVA. All right. And they interrogate him. And this was a very interesting scene. Yeah, Brad, I guess Brad's been to more than one timeline because he knows about Loki because he's like, you know, Loki, stop trying to be a hero. You're supposed to be a villain. You know, you do villain pretty well, but you're kind of awful at being a hero. And he's like, none of this is real. Who even were we? We had lives before. And then Mobius says a knock knock joke. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, Brad, knock knock. And Brad's like, who's there? Brad. Brad who? That showbiz. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty funny, yeah. He was going to be washed up. Exactly. Yeah. That was like, I, I, I like that. Um, and then he slaps him. Yes. Well, you know, he lost his cool Mobius. We've never seen that happen before. But he, he Mobius is a chill under, dude. It's Brad all got under his skin. Chill. And, you know, it was interesting that, you know, Mobius was worried about Loki, about Brad getting on the Loki skin. Um, so let's go back a little. It's funny because Mobius went... Smacked him. Yes, that he didn't see that coming. Bam. So let's let's go step back a little bit and talk Bam. about Loki, Loki's interrogation. And you're right. Some of the things that he said about Loki were actually not that they were cruel, but he was right. And you know what's interesting is it seems to me that Brad was talking on behalf 
of the viewers. Because I, as a viewer, thought, okay, well, it's time for Loki to be Loki. We want to see him be this god of mischief, Yeah, they right? sped run his uh, yeah. transformation in the first season. It wasn't Rush, yeah. but they speed ran it. So. Yeah, he was, you know, limited because he was under constraints, you know, with the TVA. Yeah, sort of something that makes that he sense. Couldn't I mean, he couldn't be a full-on villain. Correct. By then, he was basically a freelancer. They could terminate his contract at any given moment. So he kind of had rules and restrictions. I feel like a lot of people forget about that. Yeah. But uh, now... Loki yeah. really works with the TVA. Yeah. So he's got a lot more freedom. And he's free to do And that yes. means we can get that villain back. Right. And I honestly like Loki as a hero though. Well, that's very interesting. I was, about, I was about to say, well, I like him as a villain, but what he's doing here is actually an anti-hero, right? So we've heard these we, we know what an anti-hero like is. Like a daredevil or a right. But somebody who can you can take them right to the limit, but they still have the the um the whereabouts to step back and not go over the edge. They should make a team of anti-heroes. Like get Deadpool and Loki in a room together Ooh, and have them craft a team. Yeah. That would be interesting. Oh, that's but, gonna be already But I liked how, you know, Brad, you know, talked about, you know, why are you trying to be a hero? You're a villain. You've hurt so many people, you've killed so many people. And just to look on Tom Hiddleston's face, you know, like you just, you know, he's taking these deep breaths. He says, you know, you're right. I am a villain. I do evil things to people. I kept it in all this time. So maybe I can do something evil to you. And he's approaching Brad and Brad is getting nervous. And you don't know if Loki's going to like wrap his hands around his <laughs> neck, you know, like how far. Like rug him out. Right, exactly. But he stepped back. You know, he, he, Look, he, he decided cool to about put it in perspective. Yeah. He was like, listen. Right. Right. It's not worth it. And then Mobius I'll came in back and back like, you later. <laughs> <laughs> Mobius, you know. Mobius came in and clapped him across the head. Loki stepped back and Mobius went forward and <laughs> the okay. applause was crazy. Yeah, it was interesting. So, but it was uh yeah, it, it was a very good scene. It was a very good scene. Uh, so they leave the the interrogation room and one of the things I like about this uh, this season uh, more so than the first season we're getting to know more and more about Loki and Mobius. I love it when they have this conversation. Really, it doesn't feel like it's a forced conversation. It, it, it just feels like, feel like dialogue. It, right, so it doesn't feel like someone more. wrote this dialogue. It just feels like two men just sitting down who respect each other and care for each other having a deep conversation. It's very you know? organic. Yes, I like that word. Very organic. Organic. Yes. Very organic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and it was a wonderful conversation. And, you know, um, and it, we, let's talk about the reason why Mobius lost his cool. All right. Um, so Brad clearly mentioned to everyone. Thank you, Keith. Clearly mentioned to everyone that the TV is not real. None of this is real. We were somebody else on the timeline. Mobius, who were you on the timeline? And Mobius like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm who I am now. What is even your real name? Mobius says, well, I go by Mobius. And, you know, he just kept, you know, Brad just kept digging and digging. I like, always assumed his yeah. real name was Mobius and Mobius. That's what the that's what the wiki says. Oh, really? Mobius. The wiki says his full name is Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. Because Mobius, because wiki doesn't know his real name. So they call him Mobius. Yeah, Mobius. but, I mean, they don't do that for other characters. Like, 
Loki. We really never found out his name mm-hmm. until like a few years after Thor, because his last name is Lofison, which is rich. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. That's a really that's a really great last name. Just you know, son son of Laufey. Yeah. So Thor Odinson. Yeah. So that is our. So that's the reason why Mobius lost his cool. Mobius, because, Mobius, Mobius. You know, there's also Br- a Morbius. Mm-hmm. Brad is trying. That was rich. Brad is trying to get into, get through to Mobius to find out exactly who he is. But, you know, we, you know, nobody else talked about their life prior to the uh, the TVA. You know, uh, well, you know, no, I, I have I have that incorrect. So everyone else has talked about their life. Or you know, missing their lives. Mobius um, wants a jet ski. On the, you know, yeah, m- missing the lives they had before the TVA. The only thing we know about Mobius is this jet ski. Like he had a life of you know something to do with jet skis. He loved jet skis. All right. So that brings us now to the conversation that the two of them are having. They're having a keen lime pie, um, and you know, Loki starts to question him. He's like, okay, well, aren't you curious to know who you were? In the timeline, did you want to go back and see where you were? And trying to find the significance of the key lime pie. I don't, I don't know. There is a significance, except that it looks good. Yeah, I saw this meme once where it's like people in the year twenty ninety two trying to find out the cultural significance of that gosh darn Smurf cat. Okay. Yeah, there was what a meme mean? that was butchered by CG five. Uh, there was a meme about a cat. And it was a Smurf cat, and everybody mm-hmm. went crazy for it. Then CG5 dropped a song about it, and it's over now. Okay. Nobody cares about Smurf cat. All right. Okay. Um, so my question to you is, and to anyone who is out here listening, uh, wants to comment now, or they could comment afterwards on a YouTube chat. Speak to who? By the way, Minecraft failed. I'm just going to say it. Mojang failed us. I don't know what that means, Keith. There was a mob vote and nobody wanted to vote for mobs. Okay, does that have to do with Loki? Okay, all right. Who is Mobius? Your glasses have to do with Loki? Who do you think Mobius is? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. That's his name. I'm, Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. Well, I'm, I'm wondering why he doesn't want to go back and... and, and relive the life that he came from he doesn't remember obviously because his mind was wiped right we don't know how many times but he probably has no idea who he was back in the timeline and he doesn't even want to find out well that so, i mean I, if you were told that you that your entire life has been a lie would you be interested in finding out more because i don't think i would I, I think that'd be kind of an existential crisis moment for me well what do you mean by that like who told him that his life was a lie everyone they found out the tva was real and brad's literally just been saying you know the tva is fake and they brainwashed you guys right but i'm referring to mobius's life before he was killed yeah, by say the his TVA. present life okay his but life I'm at the tv his, his life yeah. at the tva has been a lie okay but i'm not sure i'd really be interested in my past life if i can't even remember it and the the one i'm living is a lie i don't really know yeah, well, that's. I feel like I just want to keep living rather than getting immersed in something else. How interesting! So at the end of this season, I feel like Mobius is going to get a payout and get a jet ski and go back to the Broxton Branch timeline. Okay, 
Uh, well, okay. Why why Broxton? Because that's that's the only place on the branch town that I can think of. That's where Sylvia is. Well, right, but you know, I mean, there could be it's other a significant place. So that's it why is I true. It. True. Okay. So you think that he might have a connection to Broxton that he doesn't that he's not okay? I thought I was just I just suggested it. It's it's fine to suggest. You know, I, I thought that's where you were going, but maybe not. All right. Uh, so it sounds to me that you're saying that. You know, you're Mobius. You don't want to go back and and see who you were before then because you're happy with who you are now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Pretty much. Well, okay. Is well, okay. So his conversation with with Loki is that he's worried that it could be something bad if he were to go back and find out who he was before the timeline, or it could be something good, which is interesting because if it was something good, wouldn't you want to continue that? But then if you think about it some more, if it is something good, you know, if he goes back and, you know, he has this great life, you know, he has, I don't know, a family or, you know, loved ones waiting for him back there. And then suddenly the TVA or whoever's in charge, he who remains decide, well, I'm going to uh, prune him and bring him back to TVA and then reset the timeline and everything that he came back for, all his loved ones are gone again. Maybe that's what he's afraid of. Maybe that's what he fears. I don't buy it. I think uh, it may, I, I think he might have had a life of abuse or tragedy that might be related to the Jeskis. Maybe there was an accident that was caused by a Jeski. I don't know. So what, but, his parents died on a Jeski? Is that well, what you're saying? I, well, I don't know if it has to be his parents, I, you know, but, you know, oh the, it, it ties into the Jeskis. I don't oh know. My God. But we'll find out. I, I really, I, I'm confident that this is not something that's going to not get an answer. We're going to have to wait for season three to get the answer. I, I think very answer. soon. I, I think we're going to find out who Mobius really is very soon. All right. Let's go back. Talk about Loki. Yeah, let's talk about the episode. Okay. Um, okay. We're going to talk about uh, Loki. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing the comments, but I don't know if we should stop and read the comments. But we'll just keep going. All, All right, right we'll, so we'll stop later. Okay, so then Mobius, uh, Mobius, and Loki come up with a plan. Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. All right, to get Brad to talk, right? Um, and it was it was fantastic. And what they did was yeah, they, but actually, uh, Loki kind of betrayed the plan, and he locked Mobius out. And he starts he starts taking over, and he really shows his it. villain side. Yes, so he brought he do? brings in this torture machine, and he's like. Well, you know, you told me that I was a villain. So how about I be a villain? And he puts Brad in a box. And every time he lies, he starts shrinking the box. And then Brad's like cramped in. And he's like, oh my God, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And then as soon as he said, you know, Sylvie's on a branch, Mobius comes right through the door. And he's like, great plan, Loki. It was yeah. all planned was from all the planned. beginning. Loki was going to trick Brad into thinking that Mobius wasn't going to help him and that uh, Hunter B5 wasn't there either. So it was about to get crazy. That's true. That's right. And, you know, she wasn't a part of the plan. So it was it was very cool. And he talked. He knows exactly where Sylvie is. And uh, we'll come back to that. All right. But let's let's talk about OB. Kihi Kwan. We're all going to die. We're all oh. going to die. Nice to meet you. We're all going to die. Yes. All right. You talk about why he's yeah. saying this. So <laughs> this basically, 
the timeline about to uh, melt down, and there's a temporal aura scanner that can open the blast doors. But unfortunately, even Ouroboros doesn't have the right aura, because the only one that works is he who remains, and he who remains is dead. And also, Obi has fans. Uh, remember Casey from the last season? Yeah. So, he is the biggest fan of Ouroboros ever, and he reads the TVA workbook, like, every day, and he's like, you know what, I'll sign it for you, if we don't die first. Mm -hmm. And they really don't know yet. It's crazy right now. Also, General Docs is starting to destroy the branches, mm -hmm. and you can actually see it happen on the timeline while they're talking. So General Docs is out there with all the bit of bed and is destroying every branch that she can get her hands on. Yeah. And here we go. Here's the story. So Sylvie is in Broxton, Oklahoma, like we said last episode. And Loki, Mobius, and Brad, they all show up because they need her help. And Sylvie's like, I made a life here. I'm really not interested. But eventually they do manage to convince her. And Sylvie comes back with them to the TVA. And they find General Docs. But by then, too much damage had been done. Of the um, four, three of them, actually, they all teamed up and they took down all the Minutemen and General Docs. But by then, it Destroy was too their late operation, and yeah. every timeline had been pruned. Yes, and th this was very interesting. So, in, in other words, uh, when we saw the Minutemen leaving at the end of episode one, the plan yeah, they was we thought they, they said were they were going to out to Sylvie, right? Exactly, because she was sending an army. General Dodd was sending an army of people to to go after Sylvie. Like, Wait. why do you have to go after one person with with such an army? Isn't Broxton a branch timeline? It is. Yeah. So how does she return there at the end of the episode? Well, I apparently they didn't get a chance to 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 prune her branch. I find that incredibly lucky. Okay. All I had to do was not put branch timeline in the um in the description for the planet. Mm -hmm. But uh, can we go to Q and A? Let's go to Q and A. Let's see what we have. So thank you, Alex is here. Alex, thank you so much. I think Star Wars exists. <gasps> Bless you. I think Star Wars exists thank in you. the Marvel universe. Steve Rogers had written Star Wars in his notebook in the Winter Soldier movie. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah. You did? Okay. I, I no, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Is that true, Alex? I don't remember that. You know what, but... Alex? We're going to have to have you on our podcast sometime. We're going to assemble like the counts, the, the high council, the high council. Of, the, of Father Son Galaxy. We'll add Alex to the high council. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be the first good. member of the high council. We've already got some people in mind. We're Nick Fury and we're recruiting right now. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's very interesting. Uh, Let us know. Okay. All right. Well, what else do we have? We have, okay, Loki's methods remind me of Jack Bauer. It was a bit predictable that it was planned out, but reminded me of 24. I don't know if you know about that show. Yeah, 24. I, Every episode's an hour of the dude's life. That is correct. And laugh out loud. Obi's lying. Nice to meet you. We're all going to die. Yeah, that was funny. I didn't yes. think it was predictable that it was planned. I didn't. Did you? No, I did Well, we knew that. I. Well, yes. It like, was. It was. We yeah, knew that they planned, were planning did something. Did you think it was Well, no. I. I. Well, we knew that Loki like, was not going dumb? to... No, no. Or... Loki was not 
into torturing. Well, they were going to torture Brad to a point, but they weren't going to kill him, right? Of course not. But they he made it look right. But they needed needed to make it look like that Brad, you know, was in a life and death situation, and he better talk, or else he's going to be shrunken down in this cube. Yeah, they're so, going to do what uh, so we Darren that. Cross did to that one investor in Ant Man. Yeah, well, there you Shrink go. Shrink him into goo and toss him in the toilet. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, they actually did do that. No, I believe it. That's that's Ant Man for you. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I get what Alex is saying that you know this was a, a you know they planned to you know really squeeze him literally you know squeeze information from him, and it worked. It was it was brilliant, and I, I think love that was the, a very smart idea. I love the visual effects of the box. You know, like. And every time that box would just get smaller and smaller and tighter and claustrophobic. And can I'm you imagine? Like, how, can you imagine being inside that that kind of a box and you're trying to breathe? And you know, it was that that was that was fantastic. Yeah. And it worked. So it absolutely worked. By the way, I'm actually sort of shocked that everybody at the TVA suddenly cared about these branches. Like at the beginning of the show, which wasn't that long ago, they were pruning branches like it was nothing. Yeah. I mean, even by like the third or fourth episode, they were still doing it. But somehow they began to care. And I feel like I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Broxton. You brought up Broxton, Oklahoma. So, um, so, so uh, Loki and Mobius and... Brad X5 did go back to Broxton to find Sylvie, and Sylvie is now working at McDonald's. Right? She has started. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. And Moby said, I'm not leaving until I get some apple pie. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk about that that quote. Did um, they have but, apple pie in 1982? Well, I don't. Well, yeah, they had apple pies for a very long time. I do remember that. Um, but hold on to that quote because I want to ask you a question about that. So I want to talk about Broxton, Oklahoma. And last week I mentioned that there is a connection to this city in Marvel Comics. So Broxton, Oklahoma is actually a city in Oklahoma, right? Well, it's it's unincorporated. It's just an area in uh, Caddo County, Oklahoma. In the Marvel Comics, Broxton became a new home for the Asgardians, right, after the destruction of Ragnarok. And this started in... Ragnarok was crazy, though. Like, Asgard got wiped out. Yes. And this was in Thor number one from 2007, if you want to go back and, and read that. Um, Loki, and at that time, during the series in 2007, Loki, we know, is, you know, a shapeshifter. So he actually uh, took on the form of Sif. All right, who is female? But it was a Sif Loki version, right? It, so we got Lady took, Loki out of that. He took exactly. He took Sif's body and created his own version of a woman, and he was then, <laughs> and then he became Lady Lady Loki. All right, so that's how it works. Okay, okay. So that's the connection between Marvel, Marvel comics. So, um, and then by the way, so in Asgard in the film. The Asgards moved to Norway, right? Not the United States. Yeah. By the way, Norway. he actually. Didn't he put like hair remover and stiff shampoo and something like that, right? And she, she came out holding her hair. Oh, she had like a ball, sp- a ball spot or something, and she yeah, came out. Yeah, she started and just, slapping him over. Right, and over. yeah, it was just that that, that cycle that just kept going and going, and he just gets knocked. That was pretty cool from from season one. All right, so back to Obi, and he's talking about we're all going to die. So this was very tricky, and it was done very well. Let me explain, all right? And try not to interrupt me as I'm explaining. So here's what I'm trying to say. All right, so hi, Katie, popping a popcorn, popcorn, sir. Thank you so much, friend. Thank you for joining us. 
So this was planned by the writers. All right. This was set up by the writers in episode one, or even at the end of uh, season one, where we know, well, after he who remains was killed, right. By, by uh, Sylvie, the branches just started to expand and the, just the timeline just went whack. Right. You just saw these people are all, you know, again, the reason for the, the branches is that people are diverting from the timeline. Right. So rather than, follow the path that the TVA has given them, they decided to create their own path, right? They have free will to go wherever they want, do wherever they want. So every time somebody veers from the branch or veers from the timeline, they create these branches. So there's multiple branches going on. It's insane. It's hard for the TVA to keep up with these branches because their job is to prune them and then reset the timeline, right? And so all you have is just that one sacred timeline, but it's just gotten so out of hand, right? That if you were to try to prune these branches, it could cause mass destruction. Right, you can lose millions of lives. Right, and they set that up at the end of the at the end of season one. They set it up. They continue to set it up again in episode one when B fifteen said, "Well, if you prune, you you risk losing millions of lives." Right. So now we're at this point where it's actually happening. And what's interesting is. You don't get to see who these people are, the people who are out there on the timeline, right? You don't know their face. You don't see their faces. Kind of like a crisis on Infinite Earth situation. Right. You don't see their faces. Because they're like all the world's... I said not to interrupt me. Okay. You don't see their faces, right? You don't know who they are. You don't have no connection, no emotional connection to any of these people. But... (laughs) Okay, Keith. All right. Um, I'm gonna go prune some branches later. <laughs> wait a minute, don't no, wait. You might prune me. Come on. All right. No, no. No, I'm making a very a very good point. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to just I'm finish just up. Yeah. Um, so you don't see these people, right? But you have to rely on the writing and the acting, the brilliant acting, right? Because when Sylvie comes back to the TVA and you see B15 and Mobius and Loki and Sylvie and or borrow and 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 Casey, they're all staring at the, the screen, at the timeline, and the looks on their faces, you know, like yeah, especially B fifteen and Ouroboros, the they looked absolutely broken. They looked devastated, and that, you know, again, you didn't have to see who these people are who are losing their lives on the timeline. Just look at their faces and realize that the branches are starting to disappear because the TVA is just wiping people out. Right? It was wonderfully done it was brilliant it was the writing the music oh it, it was stunning to see that happen and sylvie's like nope i'm out yeah Later. And, and, and silva said you know sylvie said you know the tva this is the tva's fault you cause this destruction destruction that's all you people do is just destroy lives i'm going back to my timeline you know, if and she still, went if back to McDonald's working a nine to five. Right, exactly. Minimum wage. And that's exactly what she did. Um, and uh, that I don't was, get why she wouldn't want to live in present day. I I, I don't know. Um, like everybody seems to want to live in the past. Like that means the TVA can't find you any quicker. That's a very good point. You know, why did she choose 1982? We don't. I think that's the year, right? 
1982. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I don't she chose. I don't know why people are picking 1997 and 1982. Yeah, it could be any time. They could the go to modern time okay. and have all of the same devices okay. that they have now. All right. Now, one last thing. Remember you mentioned about Mobius when he stepped into McDonald's, he wanted to go and try an apple pie? Yes. I thought his memory was white. What memory does he have of McDonald's? How does he know what McDonald's is? And how do you know that they sell apple pie? Yeah, well, Dad, he's yeah. been to multiple timelines. Like, I'm sure Mobius okay. has been to different timelines well, on many occasions. Okay. I'm sure he's familiar with the McDonald's. It's one of like the staples of America. I see. Okay, so he might have stopped off like, somewhere. Like, I'm not being sarcastic. No, no, this makes sense. Okay. That, you know, Mobius has been on a lot of different branches, yeah. doing a lot of different things. Like, if he's doing things like staking out Brad Wolf and trying to capture him. Like, I'm sure he's seen the McDonald's. I get it. Okay, so, right. So, during his time working for the TVA, he might have been taking to some place where there was a McDonald's and say, hey, while I'm here, let me go and check it out. Oh, you got apple pie? Oh, you know, okay. That makes sense to me. I, I thought it was a trick. You know, I thought it might have been a clue that, you know, maybe Mobius is not telling us everything up front. She don't like, he's up. keeping... Like we we get the impression that he doesn't remember anything about his past because it's been his memory's been wiped clean. Yeah, but he, he remembers remember going anything to about McDonald's. His past life. Yes, okay. But he remembers stuff about his past at the TVA. At the TVA. Okay. All right. I I think that makes sense. Because okay. him and Ouroboros have been working there for like four hundred years, so in those four hundred years he's got to have been to a McDonald's. Otherwise, Mobius just has not lived. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If Mobius has been there for four hundred years. But o OB has. Yeah. Definitely. At least, right. yeah. at least OB at least OB has been there. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait for episode three. Well, they've both been there for a hot minute. For a hot cake minute. There you go. <laughs> An apple Put pie minute. There you go. So this is very good. This uh, this was another great episode. Wonderful acting all around. Um, so before we go, we want to talk about, so, you know, what we try to do is try to keep up on current events and things that happen and it looks since like, we're here. It looks like there's some uh, breaking news. Yes. Um, so there's we got, a restart. Okay. For, well, All we, right. Okay. Alex, let's, yeah, let's I see if there's I agree with me. I think maybe. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think Mobius probably went to McDonald's during one of his missions. Maybe it was a lunch break. There you go. Okay. All right. Then that makes sense to me. He, cause he clearly recognized Alex. Right, uh, perhaps Sylvie chose 1982 because she likes 80s music. Maybe she's a fan of Joe Jet, lol. Well, you know, that's a very good point because you're, well, I can't, I, there isn't any, any way to know for sure when Sylvie was born, right? But we knew that she was captured by the TBA at a very young age. So she might have been a child of the 80s. You know what? Yeah. If we go back, I'm sure they would have showed us the time Sylvie was taken. Because they like to do that. They yes. like to show us time. They show you where you places, are and what year. Yeah. Which That's is a really helpful for a show like this where we're hopping through a lot of different timelines and areas. Got it. All okay. Right. Back yeah, to our so breaking news. Current events. Yeah. Marvel has just let go of Chris Ord and Matt Corbin and also released the directors for the remainder of the season as part of a reboot for the series Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. The Hollywood Reporter learned that, and the studio is now on the hunt for new writers and directors for the project, which is crazy. Well, yes. Starring Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil, obviously. Mm -hmm. Blind lawyer turned superhero. By the way, I know why he's blind. He saved an old man from a truck spilling a bunch of chemicals and he got blinded. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Didn't know that. What okay. a benevolent man who's not afraid to cause imminent brain damage to people with those two big staffs he carries. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, so Marvel's not following the traditional TV making model. It didn't commission pilots, but shot 50, 150 million plus seasons yeah. of TV on the fly. It didn't hire showrunners, but depended on film executives to run the series. And it relied on post-production and reshoots to fix anything that wasn't going great. Yeah. Now, do you follow what this means in the second paragraph? Because this is very I have interesting. absolutely no clue. Right. Okay. So let's talk about this because I had no idea this was happening. So usually... In television, and I don't work in the entertainment industry, I don't know, just from what I've read over the years, that usually um, you have producers shoot a pilot episode. And a pilot episode is like a test run, right? So they shoot one episode so that they can complete it and show it to the producers or the the, 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 the management company, uh, production company, to see if they would be interested in picking up this pilot episode and having the, the the filmmakers actually create more of the same series, more episodes of the same series, right? So that's usually how it does. So a pilot, usually there's a pilot, it gets tested, you know, people watch it and they say, yeah, all right, thumbs up, let's make more of these episodes or thumbs down, that's it, we're not making any. So apparently Marvel does not follow that tradition, all right? So all they do is they say, hey, somebody has a great idea. Here, here's $150 million, go ahead and shoot the entire season. And that's, that's how it works. So no one is really stopping to, to, to say, okay, well, let's look at the first episode and see if this is what we're trying to, to go after. No, they shoot all the episodes and they just put it out there. And, you know, if you are you know listening or you're know, watching us later and you work in a business and I'm, I've got this all wrong, let me know. Let's talk about it. But apparently, you know, Producers just give out this money, give it to filmmakers and say, hey, give us a She-Hulk series, give us a Secret Invasion series, and then come back and they look at it and all they're, it's all done. And then, you know, you're looking at this thing. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is what they've done with one hundred and fifty million dollars. You know, so what are they going to do at that point? They got to put it out. You know, they still have to release it. You know what I would appreciate for Marvel? Yeah. is one show that runs like every year. Or even a bunch of shows. Like, you know how DC had the Arrowverse? Yes. And, like, every year we'd get a, a monopoly of, like, a bunch of different shows coming out. Uh, why, don't, why doesn't Marvel do that? It's a constant stream of revenue. And you know what else? Make Disney Plus live. What does that mean? Well, Disney Plus already has live streams. Yeah. So why not just make a live channel on Disney Plus? And, like, they don't have to have it strapped with programming, but they can make it so that when there's a new episode, all you got to do is click on the live, and then you can watch a bunch of these episodes. Like, I would really appreciate it if they took some shows like like Loki yeah. and uh, maybe even a Spider-Man show. I would really appreciate that, frankly. Um, I'm thinking of stuff that's coming out, like um, Ironheart. What else is... What are the TV shows? Echo. Well, yeah, we got um, What If coming out at the end of the year. Yeah, but What If's difficult. Okay. But uh, those shows like those. Okay. Have them run like every year on a Disney Plus Live. I don't even care. Oh, so you're talking about, okay, so, you know, like if you're watching TV Live, like a ball game. Like yeah, like you know up, how you used to be able it. to marathon all the episodes on CW, which I well, wish I did. Yeah, so you prefer that it just runs at a certain time every week, 
and then you come back the next week and you watch it at the same time every week yeah. rather than watch it whenever you feel like watching it? Well, I'm not saying you can't watch it whenever you want to. I'm saying you could release the episode like a day after it's aired. Okay, yeah, and that's what network television does. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, they'll air it live Disney on their network. channel, and then they'll live stream it um, on Hulu or something. Like yeah, that. make yeah. a Disney network, in fact. Like, there is a Disney network. They can just take all their shows mm -hmm. and then, like, play them. Mm -hmm. And then at, like, um, 9 p.m., or 8 p.m., they'll start off with Loki, and then at 9 o'clock, Spider-Man or something. Oh, you know, I see. Even better, you like know, at okay. 6 o'clock, we'll start with Loki, and then 7, Spider-Man, 8, Echo, 9, Ironheart, like stuff like that. I see. So And just... then have crossovers every year or two, like there was Crisis on Earth-10, Armageddon, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I really did not enjoy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's very interesting. And then one other thing. They didn't have showrunners. Now, a showrunner is hired. They're the, the leader, right? They're the ones who... You kind of got somebody who's, like, dishing out tasks. Well, right. They're they're the one in charge of the series, right? So they, you know, make sure that, you know, the, the series is on, on budget or, you know, um, they're the one that's leading the the meetings you know uh, well, what we're going to do in this episode what's going to happen in this episode you know they're the one responsible for the series right the showrunner okay so apparently they didn't hire showrunners so they had executives they just threw a couple stacks the, at somebody from the film department to actually oversee these shows which you know film and tv are not the same so I, it's very interesting so we'll see what happens going forward if how this is going to change their model so um we don't know exactly when Born Again is going to be released. I'm here in 25. Wow. So I don't know. But and again, the Spider-Verse is postponed for now, right? At least until the strike is over, you know? So, and then I'm of worried course, about Stranger Things at this point. Well, yeah, you were worried about anything that's going to, to, to drop, you know, that hasn't, that hasn't dropped yet. Um, you I'm know, unfortunately, kind of upset about the, how they did Eddie. They did Screen Eddie Actors Guild are still on the, you know, on strike, so yeah, they did Eddie Munson dirty. Yeah, all right. Well, don't tell me because I haven't unnecessarily. I catch so, all right. Any final comments? So we're gonna just check out, check our comments, see if there's anything else that we have. All right. So in the meantime, Keith, can you? Oh, by the way, so then we are scheduled to be back on Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this coming Wednesday, we're gonna go back and talk Star Wars, even though we don't have any current Star Wars. This always Star Wars to talk about. So More. in this well thank you very much for for letting that out. You're welcome. In the spirit of Halloween, you know, like this is October Halloween, we are going to discuss Dathomir. Dathomir. Dathomir, we're going to talk about Dathomir, we're going to talk about the inhabitants there, uh, the origin of the planet, Emperor Palpatine's connection to Dathomir, all that stuff. So that's going to be pretty good. And we will be talking about Dark Maul. Absolutely. The son of Dathomir. So that will be this coming Wednesday. Yes, Keith. Are you we calling also, me? Yes. Yes. We have an episode for the Flash plan soon. Yeah, well. I got notes. And <laughs> okay, well, good. I, I, All right, at least we have I, notes. Like, as soon as this episode is over, I'm going to crack open that, that laptop right there, okay. and I'm going to start working on those notes because I've been procrastinating, All right, and well, I really want to get this out for you guys. All right, so, so, I, so I just let people know, okay. Um, Basically, we are looking to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, oh, yeah, you're sorry. Right. 
you're looking to. You know how the Flash movie came out and it wasn't really interesting to anybody. I think that's for a reason. And that was that it was a carbon copy of season three of the CW Flash show, which aired all the way back in 2017, six years ago. And then they made it into a movie version with different actors. Even Flashpoint was borrowed from the comic. There was already a Flashpoint movie. And then, like, it was an animated movie. And Flashpoint was originally in the comics. And then they took it and they made it into The Flash for one episode in the CW. And then they made it into a movie. And honestly, it's been something that's used in Barry Allen's character a lot. Okay. You don't want to tell too much, you know, but... Yeah, yeah, that's so, just a backstory. Yeah, okay. We will definitely get into that. We are crazy stuff happens. We are officially introducing introducing. <laughs> we are officially introducing DC to Father Son Galaxy. Never thought it would happen. Yeah, but it's I'm, not DC. It's Arrowverse, and I kid you it's not, it's DC. It was, it's what's the difference? Arrowverse. Okay. There's a different type mm-hmm. of DC. DC and DC you and DCU. It's okay. Arrowverse. It's Please Arrowverse. do not call it okay. DC. It's, it's Arrowverse. DC. Okay. The Arrowverse is completely separate. Okay. The only time they ever merged was during Crisis when Ezra Miller decided to pop in. All right. Okay. All right. I, I don't get it. All right. It's the Arrowverse. We're going to introduce the Arrowverse to you. So we're looking for that. Do you need any groceries? I don't need anything at the moment. No. I came back. I came back with the water. Got it in a flash. Oh, get ready for these flash jokes in the next few weeks. Okay. All right. This has been, this was awesome. Barry Allen can run Mach 3 and grab a bullet that's literally behind him. I, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. All he right. can so run we, so fast that he can turn back the clock. Alex but says, every episode is 40 minutes. I'm excited for the Flash discussion. But yes, there are different DC universes. DCAU is good and Arrowverse was not bad. Okay, so all right. I did yeah, not know DCU, there. Yeah, there's DCU, which was I didn't uh, know Snyder, there and then DCEU is James Gunn, and DCAU is the animated universe. I see. Arrowverse is my favorite, okay. and DC is the comic. So got it. DC's got like a whole bunch of stuff going on. All I right. Know. Our council has spoken. Thank you, Alex. You know, Alex is following this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're this the is... latest member of the council. Yes, you are. Official, the first two. The official member. All right, Keith. Uh, Alex says, will the Flash episode be the fast episode alive? You yeah. know what? I actually have something to show you guys uh, when we do that episode. All right, okay. Don't tell them. We'll keep it on the wraps. All right. Keith, where can people find us? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, our socials, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fathers and Galaxy, website, fathersandgalaxy.com. Um, you can like do whatever, <laughs> please, please, <laughs> what am I even doing? <gasps> please buy our merch. You know, okay. it really helps us out. Check that out. Fathers and Galaxy at myspreadshop.com yep. and our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Fathers and Galaxy. Please donate. I so, think that's it. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Once again, we will be back on Wednesday to talk Star Wars. Um, Oh, you missed it. Oh, wow. Oh, you, fanatics. You know. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. We had a very good uh, talk about The Flash. We talked about Loki, uh, Star Wars a little bit. So, you know, it's. Uh, we hope you go back and listen to it. Okay? Well, thank you so much. All right? But that is the end of this episode. So thank you all once again. If you're new, please subscribe. But until next time, take care. 
and we, and we will see, see you again. again.